Hello, and welcome to the Acting Notes Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things acting from tips and tricks to business information. I'm your host, Justin Powell, and today we're going to talk about some good old script analysis. I'll explain. So this topic comes from a listener who responded to one of the Spotify questions, I believe. After each episode, I think somewhere at the bottom of the page, I'm not entirely sure. But you can answer the question, what would you like to hear on the podcast? And someone reached out asking for this, so here it is. If you have any suggestions, feel free to reach out. You can also reach out to me on Instagram, at The Acting Notes, uh, if you have something you want to hear on the podcast. I'm retooling the podcast currently. I'm going to try to be getting a lot more guests on here. And uh, that first one should be up within the next month or so with our first guest. So I'm very excited for that. Because I know I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I'm sure you guys are too. (laughs) Uh, Please tell me that you're not. Okay, let's get going. So script analysis is a huge part of the process of creating a character can be a process in auditioning as well. I'll probably make a second episode on this where we talk about the tools of script analysis you can use for an audition. Because they're quite similar, of course, but you usually won't have as much time. So I think there are more essential things to focus on as you do the audition versus when you have time and you're preparing a role. And sometimes, you know, as a younger actor, I felt often as though I didn't need to focus on script analysis too much. I would read it, I'd know my part, my lines, but I wasn't as considerate of the entire story that was being told. It was more about what's my character want and what are their relationships, where do they fit in the story, without really considering the whole of the story. And really that's part of our job as actors, right? We're, we're storytellers, we're collaborative storytellers, we're in a cast, an ensemble, with a director, we're all telling this story. And so the more we can understand the script, what's going on in there from an acting perspective, from a writing perspective, the better our performance is likely to be. And often by doing this work early on, it can set you up for greater play when the moment arises when they call action, when you're there, you have this solid foundation that you've built up by analyzing the script. So when doing this script work, the first thing I do is I do three reads of the script, at least. But this is the very first part of my process. And this is a process I've heard shared by other actors So I can't take full credit for it or anything like that. I learned it from a teacher back in the day. But there are three reads that you're going to do. If you can do them back to back to back, that's ideal. But obviously, I know our time is not always as available as we'd like it to be. So just make it work however you can. If you have to read, you know, the first read on one day and then two days later, you get to the second read. Second read. That's okay. But do your best to try not to have too much time between these reads. And when you're reading through the script, you're going to be focusing on different 
you're going to have a different lens for each read, a different line of focus. So on your first read, you're just going to read it as though you're an audience member. Just read it for the joy of the story. Let yourself be taken away by it. Maybe afterwards you can jot down any lines or moments that really resonated with you. You might even do some stream of consciousness writing afterwards of just your initial reaction to the script. This is very useful because it helps show you where your instincts are already drawn to in this story. Where you're feeling like you might want to dive deeper. The second read, you're going to read entirely from your character's perspective. Now, we're not making decisions on how your character reacts to all these things, but in this read, just trust your instincts as the character already and read it from their perspective. And in scenes where your character is not present, still read them as though the character is there in some way. What would they think about overhearing this conversation? about seeing this moment, etc. Again, this starts to show you where your instincts with this character lies. doesn't mean that those are the only things that will follow throughout the whole process of creating the character, right? But it, it does give you an idea of a jumping-off point. Third read. This is the one where you're going to take notes on everything that's happening. Write down anything someone says about your character or another character. Write down anything that you say about another character or about yourself. Write down any of the context now. What year does this story take place? Where does it take place? What is the class of your character? Are they one of the 1% very wealthy? Are they middle class? Are they homeless? What's their occupation? What time of year is it? What time of day is it at different moments? You're writing down all of these context clues that will help you inhabit the world of the character more. So those are the first three reads that you're going to do, right? Read one as an audience member, read one from your character's perspective, and read one almost as a detective, finding all the little clues in the script. Next, we're going to start looking a bit more intently at our character. We're going to focus on what Stanislavski called the super-objective. Almost like the spine of the character, if you will. So the super-objective is what your character wants overall. This might be something they want overall in life, but at least in the story. So, a good example is from Tennessee Williams' Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. A super objective for Maggie might be, I want the security of money. We can even take the money out of it. I want security. I want to feel safe. Now, that super objective will then guide the objectives that we choose for different scenes. 
if we're all working towards this one goal, right? Again, it's almost like the spine of the character and then the objectives are the uh, little bits of spine that make up the spine. I don't know medical things. What is a spine anyway? But that's the idea. Or it's almost uh, maybe a better metaphor for me to explain is if you're building a Lego tower, the goal is the tower, but to get there, you have to get the base set and then you got to put a couple bricks and those bricks that lead all the way up to the final completion of the tower, those are the objectives throughout the scene, throughout the story that shift, but ultimately are all leading to that super objective. So ask yourself, what does your character want in the story? Why do they want that thing? And this is the part where we can start to get a bit more personal. When we ask what the character wants and why they want that, don't stop at the first answer. So let's say, let's go with that example from earlier. I want security from money. I want the security that money can offer. Okay, why do you want that? Because I don't feel super secure in my own life. Why? Because I don't have a lot of money and I feel pressure from that. Why? Because I've never had a lot of money and the pressure comes from a fear of being able to actually live. So I just asked why three times there maybe not even twice. And when I got to that last one about living, that I felt that in my body. That's something that resonates with me, Justin. And so that might be overall where I'm playing from. I'd feel that in my body, where that resonates. Maybe it's something when I breathe into that feeling of a fear of losing life because I don't have security. Maybe I feel that in my heart. Maybe I feel that in my gut. But I'm going to remember that, and that's going to be a spot that I try to connect with when I'm prepping for this role. Because that's something visceral within me. We like to get to those, or rather we want to get to those places that are so human and visceral within us. The desire to live, the desire to love, the desire for violence sometimes. So asking why with our super objective and then with our objectives within scenes is a great way to get to that place for us and to start to make the role a bit more personal for you so that you're not doing just the idea of wanting security. You're finding where that resonates with you. So when you find the super objective, you're going to also start to go into different scenes that your character is in and find the objectives within those scenes. What does your character want in this scene? What is stopping them from getting it? At this point, you could even ask, how do they go about trying to get what they want? Now, sometimes this can be dicey, I think, for actors, because they might 
come up with an idea of how they go about getting what they want. And then they play that idea on the day rather than being open to maybe what shifts. Maybe you think one way they get what they want is they keep control of themselves. They stay in power by being calm. But then on the day you feel this impulse to raise your voice and get angry. And you silence it because you think that's not right. I didn't do that work in the script analysis, so it can't be right. There is no right. Ultimately, this work is just to free ourselves up and we have to let it go when we get to the day of, right? I think a really important thing there is just to breathe and be present. Connect with your partner. Maybe even take a second before the scene to ask them if they're willing to just connect with you really quickly. To ground yourself in the present moment. But these questions are things that are helpful in the preparation of the part. We just want to make sure that we, we trust that they're there. Sometimes I think when we try to play the idea of the homework we did, it's because we don't think it's actually there and we think there's something bad about that. Just trust that whatever should be there in the moment will be there. So sure, maybe you'll drop some tactic that you would come up with. Or maybe you'll not notice the obstacle that you wrote down, but trust that that's okay. You got to trust yourself ultimately in these moments. So as you start to work through the obstacles, the super objective, the objectives within scenes, you can also start to work a little bit on the backstory of the character as you're going through this. You know, if your super objective, again, is I need security that money can offer, then maybe that tells you something about the character's backstory. Someone who's been rich their whole life, probably that's not going to be their super objective because that's all they've ever known. For them, it might be power or respect. But if your character is someone that wants security from money then maybe they had a tougher upbringing. We can use these objectives to start to jump into the background of the character. And what I would do now as I'm working through the script is I would just jot these little notes down on the side because I want to stay with the script for now. I'm getting some little hints at backstory, but I'm not really going to dive into backstory quite yet. The next thing I want to focus on as I'm working through the script is I, I want to really focus on the relationships that my character has with everyone. How they shift throughout the story. Who this person is to me at the start, who they are at the end. A great acting teacher, Larry Moss who has I, probably my favorite acting book of all time, The Intent to Live. He talks about how what you should do for every scene is write a, a small little paragraph of who that character is to you. Or maybe not even a paragraph, just one or two sentences of who that character is to your character at the start of the scene. So, let's say it's a partner. You might write, my loving and adoring partner who means the world to me 
and who I would be completely lost without. That might be the start of it. And then the next scene, you find out in that scene that, or rather in the scene prior, you found out that that partner cheated on you. And so the next scene you have with them is my lying, manipulative partner who broke my heart and doesn't seem to care at all about me. And you might want to use more evocative language too, something that, again, you can feel. So you might use some curse words in there. I'm not going to use it to try and keep the episode clean. But something that you feel in your body when you say it out loud. And you can connect to the other person. So that's one way to do it. You can also write down different notes about the character. Is there a power imbalance? Are they your boss and you're the employee or vice versa? Do they make more money than you, less money than you? How long have you known them? This is where you might consider some substitution. Substitution is essentially trying to match the feelings you have for someone in your own life to that of the character. So for example, if I'm doing a scene with my father, I might think of my own father for a bit. Personally, I don't like to do that as much. I tend to use imagination a lot more in the process than I do substitution of my real life. I just find imagination to be more freeing for me. But there's different strokes for different folks, as they say. So just try it out, maybe. See what works for you. And again, maybe it'll work this time around, and maybe the next time it will be more imagination-based, or vice versa. But as we understand the relationships and dynamics of those relationships, it'll start to show us a bit how the character interacts and moves throughout this world. And think about it in your own life. The way you act with your best friend is probably different than the way you act when you're talking to your boss. Maybe marginally or maybe exponentially. Understanding the relationships in the story will also tell you a bit how your character reacts in those moments, or how you might react. We'll talk more about script analysis after the break. I'd like to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You know, I think mental health is something that is important for everyone in the world. I think therapy is something everyone should do, really. And I think it's important for actors, too. One, this industry is hard, right? There's lots of challenges and obstacles. Oftentimes, you're getting told no. You're grinding and working so hard, and sometimes that can take a toll on your mental health. Well, it's important beyond just the career that we take care of ourselves, and BetterHelp is something that can help you with that. In fact, it can help you better. (laughs) Horrible joke, but you know, had to get it in there. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and that way BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. 
Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Acting Notes. That's BetterHelp.com slash The Acting Notes. So we've talked a bit about initially reading the script, the questions that we can ask ourselves throughout the process that will help us understand the character and the story more, and understanding the relationships in the script. Now we talked about that third read, jotting down notes about the context of the story as well. So we're going to dive more into that in the script analysis. We want to understand the historical context, the societal factors, and the cultural context that the story takes place in. These things can influence our character's decisions and thought process. And this is where a lot of the research comes in, right? So when you figure out the time period, the location, you could start researching and learning more about that place. Even if it's in modern times, is it somewhere that you don't live? Well, you can look into that. I once had a part where I was going to be playing a Scottish man. And so to research, I went online, connected with some actual people that lived in Scotland, and set up some little interviews over Zoom where I could just ask them questions about what it was like living there, growing up there, what's some slang or things they like to do for fun over there. Basically just try to understand a bit more about where they're coming from, right? Because understanding the context allows you to make better choices for how your character is fitting into the story and into the world they're inhabiting. So pay attention to the historical, cultural, societal factors, right? Are there any norms that your character engages in or disengages in on purpose? Or maybe not on purpose? The next thing I would do is start looking into the subtext of the lines your character says. Basically, you're just going to go through the script and with any line of dialogue you have, just ask, why would your character say that? Why are they saying it? Even with minute things, you know, if your character says hi versus saying hello, why, why that? Why would they say hi versus hello in this situation? By doing this, you'll have a better time understanding the thought process of the character, where they're coming from, what they're really saying to other people. It will also help you memorize your lines. 
Because sometimes your character is saying something simply to respond to someone else. Right? And so you, as you start to work through the thought process of the character, it will make the line learning much easier. What I like to do next with script analysis is I like to go through the script, read through it again, and I just like to underline operative words. Basically, the argument my character is making, what they're saying, I just underline the words in their lines that I think are the most relevant, the most important to their point. If I cut out the rest of the words, you could still understand what they're saying with the operatives I underlined. Again, this helps you understand just what the character is going for. What are they trying to say? We also want to take some time to really think of the script from a writer's perspective, from a storytelling perspective. What's the first act of the story, the second act, the third act? Is it a three-act structure? Is it a five-act structure? What are the character arcs? Where does your character start versus where they finish? What about the other characters? What are the larger themes in the story? Where's the climax of the story? What do you think the writer is trying to say? What's their ultimate message? A good idea is to write that down in one sentence. What do you think the writer is trying to get across? What do they want the audience to take away from this story? Sometimes that can be in just one line of dialogue. You might find it in the script that your character says it or someone else says it, but it might just be one line of dialogue that you underline and recognize, yep, this is the point. So the next thing that I might do with script analysis is I might go through any scenes where I'm not talking or moments I'm not talking. And this is something that personally I do not do. I don't find it helpful for me. But I know other people that have done this. You just write down the thoughts that the character is having in these moments. What is your character thinking? And again, these aren't things that you're going to go into the moment and hold on to. You're going to let them go and trust your instincts. But it can be helpful to write them down even just to start getting yourself in that process of having the thoughts of the character. So once you've done all this work, now you get the opportunity to just play with it. Approach each moment with different physicalities, different vocal choices, different emotional vibes, intensities, uh, maybe a different animal exercise, but let yourself play knowing that your instincts are going to be a bit more honed now for the story. And then it's just about opening yourself up to collaboration with the other performers, with the director, with the team of people you have there. If you have the opportunity, share your ideas with the director. Share your insights. They might find it helpful. Because sometimes as a director, you know, they're so busy focusing on all, all the moving pieces that you're going to have more agency over this character. You're going to understand the character more. 
And so sharing your insights can be very helpful. And then ultimately, again, arrive open to play with what other people are giving you. Viola Davis, who I think is one of the most brilliant actresses ever, especially of today, but ever. She talks about how she does just copious amounts of prep work before the day, but when she gets there, it's all about just being open and responding to what the other person is bringing. So we can do the same. I hope this has been helpful. Those are some techniques that are useful in script analysis. Of course, there's always more you can do. But experiment. Find out what works for you. If you enjoyed this episode of The Acting Notes, I would appreciate it greatly if you could leave a rating and review as it helps other people find the podcast. If you'd like to see more Acting Notes content, you can head over to The Acting Notes on Instagram and TikTok, where I post more clips of tips and tricks, as well as actor interviews, insights that they can share with us. And thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Justin Powell. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.